So it's been a long time since I posted and that's because uh, my family and like feels like almost everyone else right now got sick. Uh, influenza, who knows? We tested for COVID at the beginning. It was negative. But at this point between RSV, influenza, COVID, the protocols are the same for taking care of yourself. So at this point to us, it doesn't matter. We just need to stay healthy. And with one kid in school bringing home, because schools are cesspools, bringing it home and then the next one and then the next one. And it kind of went through the whole family. So we had a good month of illness and it was awful. And it just felt like every time we were felt like we were out of it, it was the kids were back with fevers and it was right back in it again. And then of course my husband and I caught it. Uh, he caught it near the end and he got the worst of it. He had a severe ear infection and dizziness, the whole shebang. So with that happening, it just felt like from November 3rd on, we have been just sick. So having, not having the time to sit down and process or even just the time. So we are out of it now, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Uh, and now I'm going to kind of go back to where I kind of left off. So I had to re-listen to a couple of the, my last uh, podcast just to see kind of where I left off. So I was under, I was going through my September test, little anxiety in that. I uh, met with the oncologist and it was the worst oncologist appointment I've ever had. Not that it was because they found something. It was just how it was handled. So it was um, a resident again. <clears throat> There's a lot of that. And didn't even use my name. Called me the wrong name. So right away, you're, it just puts you off. And it was a very quick, like, I get that they are so backed up. And they are. They are backed up. I sat in the waiting room, I think, for an hour and a half to come in for a 10-minute appointment. And it was in and out as fast as we can. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Uh, uh, your tumor marker's up a bit, but not to worry. And uh, your iron is still low work you, but make sure you check with your family doctor and how you feeling good Kate great bye and that was it as as well as this um if uh, nothing shows up in your December um tests like nothing significantly worrisome then you're gonna review your tests with your family doctor you'll have your uh next CT scan your yearly one in March and that's when you'll meet with the oncologist next so fingers crossed there's nothing you know terrible going to happen in your December ones because if you don't hear for us, from us that's great. Bye. And then that's how they left it and I remember saying what? That's a lot of information and oh my goodness and yes you called me the wrong name which doesn't help and I had this whole worry about what, what do you mean my tumor marker went up? Like what, what does that mean? What do you mean it went up? And now it's waiting till December to see if there's a trend of it going up and this so I it was doom and gloom <clears throat> it really was it was an awful awful funk and to be honest I'm not even at the December ones yet I'm just getting there and as I get closer to it I I feel that anxiety rise up again and that that oh my goodness this is going to be the, the the one that tells if it's a trend so 
who knows? So there is that. But I went to um, uh, my uh, naturopath afterwards and I just kind of was sitting there. I ended up having to get a, a mammogram too because all of a sudden at my physical, those feel different. And that was another panic. Oh my gosh, what do you mean my boobs feel different? What does this even mean? So just so much information but not really explaining it. And I'm at the point where if I don't need to worry about it because I'm worrying about everything, don't tell me. If it is seriously nothing to worry about, don't tell me. I don't need to know every little thing. I only need to know if there's something I need to do about it. If there's something I can conquer, something I can be in control of. So I went to the naturopath and she's just like, you've got dense boobs, but everything came out great. You're, you're fine there. Okay, so that's a breather. Um, I was like, yeah, so apparently my tumor marker went up. And again, she was like, it was at a 0.7 and it went to a 0.9. She's like, that is so minuscule. She's like, it could be anything from maybe you weren't hydrated to maybe you uh, drank more than you usually do because it's all based on volume. So she's like, that is really nothing. Until it jumps, then we don't, it's nothing to worry about. So again, I was like, okay, if someone had just taken the 10 seconds to tell me that or don't even tell me don't tell me my tumor marker went up like if it's that minuscule and it means nothing don't tell me so I met with my family doctor and he kind of said the same thing we're still working on my iron levels they're slowly going up if you isolate one of them it looks like it's not great but when you put them with all of the three different tests like the hemoglobin how well your your body's building iron all those when he put them kind of on a chart and then he told me, well, when that kind of all goes together, it's fine. But if you look at it individually, then you're kind of like, well, what's going on here? So again, I felt better and I was able to kind of have a sigh of relief, but it didn't, the anxiety just didn't go away <laughs> like right away. It wasn't like, okay, I'm good. And that's that. Uh, but then getting sick and everything that kind of took my mind off of it. And I, I don't think I've ever reached the point yet where I was like, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to make it. I've had glimpses of it. I've had days, but not long-term. Like there's days I wake up and I'm like, I'm good. I've, I've beat this and I'm going to come out on the other side just fine. But it's stringing those days together and they're hard. So now that I'm coming up to December, again, that anxiety is building up. But after talking to someone, I kind of realized that that's kind of the cycle it's going to be for a while until those tests come. So you have that anxiety right before what are they going to find something? Is this going to be the, the test that I'm going to have to go? All right, here we go again. And then until you have the results, and know that everything's going to be good or whatnot. That's what you live in this, this anxiety. And then you find the results and there's that kind of that sigh of relief. I mean, so far it's been a sigh of relief and then you can kind of forget about it for a bit. And then as it gets closer, it builds up. So that's kind of that cycle. And now it's, I guess, how do I live without that anxiety 
before a test so it doesn't consume my life. It doesn't take over every waking moment and where I'm supposed to be present and in the back of my mind, that's all I think I'm thinking of. So I'm not present with my kids. I'm not present with my family. I'm not present with friends or anything. Cause that's all I can think about. I mean, and there's lots of different ways. I mean, I've, I've tried meditation, I've tried yoga and they do help. They help. But as soon as you're not doing the meditation or the yoga, it, that fear slowly creeps up the back of your neck and it's still there. So that's kind of where my next thing is, I guess, is how, how do I kind of live with that? Um, and as I go into this December one, also telling myself, I am okay. I am okay. Everything will be okay. And then I can get those test results. So my um, next round of tests is December 20th. So right before Christmas, uh, to be proactive, I am not going to wait to see if the oncologist calls me. I have already set up an appointment on the 22nd with my doctor, the very last day before they take off for Christmas break. So I can go over those test results because another thing is, is I don't want to wait till January and sit all Christmas. I want to enjoy my Christmas or deal with it. Or I just want to know ignorance is bliss. I do honestly believe that. But when you know it's there, I just, I want to know. Um, knock on wood, a hundred thousand, please, please, please. If the oncologist is going to call that they're saying, Hey, things are great. We don't need to see you because sometimes I find they call anyways. Um, the surgeon calls for everything. So when they call and you don't get it right away, they leave a message for you. So you're in panic mode because they say, please call us back. And you're like, oh my gosh, why the surgeon call? Like, and you call back and then you get a message that says, please leave a message. We'll get back to you in five business days. And that's all you can think about. So you just keep calling and calling. And then they call and say, everything's in the normal range. Bye. And you're like, that, that's that? Like you call for that? I mean, before it was, I only got called when it was bad news. Like, I don't understand. So now they're calling for everything and yet maybe some aren't. So it's kind of this, when they call, do I worry or don't I worry? Because it could be fine and it could not be fine. So, um, I mean, if the oncologist is going to call, they're going to say everything's great or I'm not going to hear from them till March. I still do blood work in that every three months because, uh, the oncologist, like I said, they are so busy in that and they're happy to hand me off to my family doctor. I feel jilted in some ways because prior to this whole COVID prior to this lack of staffing in our healthcare to this broken system, I would have had an oncologist follow me for about five years. But now if you have normal results, they have such a high caseload. So I am not blaming them or the nurses whatsoever because they have so much on their plates that if you are coming back with healthy or nothing to be concerned about, like they would like to push you off to your family doctor so they can deal with the ones who are actually going through it. But like I said, 
I mean, yay, that's good news. It's good news if they pass me off to my family doctor because that means they believe that I'm, I'm good, I'm healed, I'm cured, I'm good to go. But I'm also like, I kind of want to have the same level of care and follow an oncologist. Because if I don't, I'm not under the oncologist and I go back to the family doctor and say something crops up, then I go back to that beginning of that list of, okay, here's a patient, we found something. And I go through all of that again. Whereas if I'm with an oncologist and they find something, they look at those results and they get in right away. So I don't mind if I have to get blood work done every three months for the next 10 years plus a colonoscopy once a year, if that's what it takes to catch something early, so be it. And I don't need to see the oncologist, but if they, if I know that I'm doing my blood work, it's going to them, they're glancing over it, something pops up, they can go, whoa, whoa, that's not normal, call her in, and that, I'm okay with that. That makes me happy. So, but to get um, the referral, or I guess the requisition to do all of that, you need to have the oncologist kind of sign off on the requisition to say, you know, this is the work we need. As opposed to my family doctor, I guess, can't say that he needs certain tumor markers and stuff. It's kind of this gray area. And with so many changes about who can ask for what tests, it makes it a lot more difficult. So I'm, I'm hoping that my oncologist can just say, yeah, well, I'll ask for those tests and have them sent and I'll look them over if something jumps out, but you're there. Just that peace of mind that someone is watching me. Someone cares enough because especially after the last one where they called me by the wrong name and some of the other things that have happened through this journey, I just want to know that someone besides my family and close friends cares what happens to me they're looking out for me they they want the best for me and they're going to do everything they can I'm not just a a cancer number that they kind of check off and yeah it seems to be fine move on move on like let's track we want to make sure that this this girl this person is going to be with us in the next 40 50 60 years and we're going to do everything we can to make sure she is we're not going to leave it to she has to find blood in her stool or be completely off having these awful symptoms that kind of connect and she goes and gets checked and oh oops wow didn't see this one coming so yeah that's kind of how I'm I'm feeling right now um but yeah I guess onwards and upwards and getting ready for the next round of tests or blood work not big tests, blood work still.